Well, well, well. That break was fast. Our break is over, Brian. 888-995-5552. Eric have some open, uh, open lines. Call in with your question. 888-995-5552. Yes, Brian. So we can call that a fast break? 888-995-5552. Maybe Craig give you a little courtesy on your little joke. 888 888-995- <laughs> 888-995-5552 is the number. Everything else is Bible Info Brokers. Bible Info Brokers, um, Facebook, email, tweet, or messenger. Now, PCA, this is usually the time I'm going to kind of tee it up for the gospel message, but I want to bring some joy to our life. Now, we were talking about that a little bit earlier on, and on the other side of the break. So if you guys will bear with me, I have a special treat for you both, okay? So just hang in there for one second. Uh, you ready to cue this up for me? I'll do it. I'll Are we take getting care some of it. food? Well, food? no, it would be kind of hard to telephonically have you participate with the eating, Greg. But since we're meeting, we should not meet and greet without eating. But, you know, we're, you're talking physically in context. So I'm going to bring a little something to your life that I think you'll enjoy this, Greg and Brian. Joy from Costa Mesa, thanks for holding on and calling in. Yes, thank you, thank you. Well, I was about um, to call you, and I was texting, I got sidetracked, and then I heard Joy. <laughs> Where did you hear Joy from, Joy? Who said Joy? Who, said, who called you out? From our lovely, from my dear friend, the professor. Wait, well, let me ask you a question. Joy, did Craig text you okay. and say, Joy, call in, Joy, call in. Did yeah. te- did he, I thought he sent <laughs> you a text. Thank you. <laughs> just about to do it. Well, anyway. Well, uh, oh, Joy, 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 before you go on, I do have to tell you that all your shows will be up by Wednesday of, ne- of this week. Scary. See, Joy's oh, just sweet. led I, by the Spirit. I never even looked, I never even looked well, anymore, what? Brian, because it's been so long. But I'll remember. I'll try to then. Thank you. Now, Thanks one thing I, I do want to say about, I was telling Daryl about Joy. What I like about Joy. What do you like about Joy, that, Brian? You know, I call Joy a witnessing machine. <laughs> there you go. And she talks to mm. everyone. She shares the gospel. And even the people at the, uh, my friends over at the uh, Golden West Swap Meet that know you very well. I always ask about you. They're saying that Joy doesn't let anyone walk across the street without her sharing the gospel. And so what I do like about Joy is that when she talks to somebody and something comes up that she doesn't have the answer, what does she do? She calls in the radio show and she asks the question. She'll say, hey, I was talking to so-and-so, sharing the gospel with them, or uh, it was a Muslim or it was whoever, and they had a question and they know quite how to answer them. Can you give me your opinion? And that's what this show's all about. Appreciate that. Reading your Bible and you don't understand it, sharing the gospel with somebody, you don't understand something. That's what we're here for, calling in and, and getting answers. Now, you guys, hold on for a second. PCH, I apologize for Brian and Joy. They stepped on you. I heard the joke, but I want you to share it with the listening audience again. Well, no, I just said she's led by the Spirit. I didn't have to tell her to. <laughs> Call in. She, she, she's just right on cue. She's led by the Spirit. Indeed. That was really it. Really, that's the way I took it. Thank you. And that's, that's, well, we're anyway, going to go with that for 20, Alex. Okay, Joy, what's your question and, for the night? And, and Brian, just so you know, I'm not a nut about it, a witnessing machine, but I'm not a nut. I mean, I really have a, oh, a no, nice I, way. Oh, I no, I know you. Here. No, I, 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 I talk to the people when I go. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a uh, what do you call it? A. Uh, um, 
uh, one of those, I, I like going to the swap meets. I love going to swap meets. Swap meets. Flea and, market. Flea market. Oh, no, swap meet. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one of the groups there are really nice. Uh, they're Christians, and they have a booth up there. Mm-hmm. And I always stop by, talk to them. And, you know, they they know Joy, and they tell me a lot and really nice yeah, things. Joy, and I know why you said that, because Brian's so used to throwing people on the bus. Everybody has to be so careful. So, no, he was actually legitimate no. in his compliment to you. <laughs> no. And we understand I, that. We understand that. Anyway, those guys, those guys are really nice. I know the ones, um, especially Eric, very special. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I do, I do see a lot of nuts out there. So you know. But anyway, okay. So uh, my question is, and I don't know what provoked it, but I thought about it this week from Revelation twenty, and then this lady called earlier, and it reminded me. So when everyone is standing before the great white throne, the unbelievers. And everyone's going to be judged according to the things that he's done. The books will be open. That's a lot of people. I know we have a big God, and and maybe you can't give an answer, Professor. I mean, who can? But how will this, I mean, this is going to take forever. There's billions of people in the world, and everyone's going to be standing before him, and they're going to be judged according to the, you know, everything's written down in the books. Do you have anything to say about that? That is amazing. Well, sure. Not that I have all the answers, Joy, here. I want to be careful, but I, know. I think we're thinking in a certain dimension, I quote Um we're, we're thinking a certain way, and I think that in that realm, and time is, gonna, I think it's going to be a different, a different perspective altogether. Some things are hard for us to imagine, like we're never dying, but it's, many things will be in a completely different dimension, a totally different understanding, so... There is the idea, and I'm not talking about relativism, moral or epistemological relativism, but but there is the idea of the relativity of time, given Einstein's general special theory of relativity, and that, I, I mean, we're just assuming it's going to be linear in the sense that we know time and understand today, but that's not necessarily true at all. So God clearly has a way to do this, and almost perhaps even almost instantaneously. I mean, everything for God is is just instantly, right? Now for us, we we're what's called discursive. Ours is goes sequentially, a, a then B then C then D, and I, I mean, in some sense, I think that's still true in heaven, but in, in a completely and profoundly different sense. So I think you'll be amazed at how fast that will go. That. It, because, I, I mean, I get your question. I've actually thought about it before. You're like, he could spend eternity just doing that. You know, you get to eternity proper, my, my cloud or whatever. You know, seriously. So, no, but I think that, that God has ways of doing things that we don't even understand. My thought is, I, I mean, my thought would, is, and it's been like, God can do it all, can judge everyone instantly at the, all at the same time. Yeah, like like Craig was saying, wow. in a different, wow. you know, we we got it. We can't look at it in 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 our perspective as as we look at time, because like what Joy said, uh-huh. I mean, it could take forever. But I I believe that, you know, you know, God. I mean, with nothing is impossible, and, well, and God can do something. Where I'm thinking, He could just have us all judge at the same time. Well, being the retired bailiff that I have been in the past. I understand Joy's theology coming from Matthew 7. So I'm going to call it the Joy Matthew 7 theology, where it says, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy. That leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. 
I think that's what joy get. How long would it take? In 14, it says, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those that find it are few. So compared to the great white throne judgment, I can understand for our way of thinking in the concept of time that this particular type of theology, yeah, how would God do it? One thing I guarantee you by being the old bailiff that I am, there will be no appeals. None. Well, sure. And look at, and humanly speaking, look at how it used to be to send a letter or a package or something. And, I mean, we can send them now, but, you can, you know, Instagram or, or, or an email. It's, I, I love seeing that where I send it, and boom, it's, the, it's yep. there in a, in a second. And think of, think of computing. I mean, how laborious that was. You, Think of four or five hundred years ago. I mean, show somebody from four or five hundred years ago a computer. They'd think it's magic. It, it's just unfathomable. We go, no, no, we can explain it to you. And so what we can do, the, the computing power of, of, of computers, of the information that can be retained, the, the searches you can do, and literally within seconds come up with thousands and thousands of, yeah. of sites for information. And this is just... I mean, this isn't the cream of the crop. This isn't the best of the best. And we have technology today that even for those of us who've lived a while kind of blows our mind. I mean, getting just talking to our kids about telephones, right? I mean, used to, I had to explain to my kids, well, the phone used to be attached to the wall, to wire. Then they had these wall mount phones. Then we had these giant cords, and we thought we would really had arrived. Craig, a kid laughed at me when I phone. a kid laughed at me when I told him we our phones used to be on the wall. He didn't believe me. <laughs> Precisely. So, so I mean, God, you're dealing with a being from all of eternity. And in one sense, think of it this way. There, people are judged, and, and the verdict has been sealed for all of eternity in one sense. It's not like he's going to start at the Great White Throne Judgment. But, I mean, it's, your question is very understandable, but I just think we've got to rethink a number of things and how they're going right. to happen. I mean, I want to say just prepare to be amazed yes, at how so. things are done. And you know, I, lo- so I look at – no, I, I, I even look at transportation. Okay, on how we get from one place to another, you know, it used to be a camel, horse, car, uh, rocket ship, uh, just the speed of, of things uh, going on an airplane now, uh, going supersonic. And you know what? People think I'm crazy. I I wouldn't be surprised if down the year, you know, the Lord doesn't come, that we can. We I think of uh, Star Trek when they used to go and they tell it, you know, beam they, me up. Beam me up, mm-hmm. I, you know. I could, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that could happen down the road either. So, yeah. Hey, well, let, let me say this, uh, Joy. I appreciate your phone call. Thank you very much. Um, well, let me say this finally: that in chronological order, Craig and Brian is a great white throne judgment after everyone has been and received their resurrected body. Is that correct or not? Well, that's my understanding. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Based upon that premise alone, remember, if we once we have our resurrected body, we're going to be like Christ. We're going to be all the after his resurrection, all the um, in my mind, all the heightened things that Christ did, all the stuff trans in my mind, beam me into the wall, not into the wall, but through the door when the door was locked, he appeared before man. I think that all that stuff is going to be going on at the same time. And so when a judgment is made in the speed, as fast as Craig and I talk sometimes, can you imagine supersonic speaking and receiving the information in milliseconds? And I think that's what it's going to be in my little uh, Star Trek mind, the best I can do. That's the way I'm thinking it's going to happen. But it's all speculation. We appreciate it. Joy, excellent phone call. Now, Craig, you're talking about this 
a great white throne judgment, man, we have a responsibility to make sure that the many people that's going to be on there because it's so wide, let's talk to the people under the sound of our voice and give them an opportunity to accept the Christ to avoid this disaster. Well, sure, Daryl. Here's the reality. I mean, there's a lot of people today who claim to be atheists who don't believe or at least agnostic, not sure if, God, if there is a God, if God exists. And our view is from the biblical, from Christ himself, is, oh, you're going to meet him someday. The question is not if, it's when and how. Are you going to meet God as your Savior and being have reconciled to God and at peace with God, having that relationship with God and fellowship? Or you're going to meet God as your judge. And trust me, you want the former, not the latter. Yeah. Everybody's going to meet God. <laughs> the biblical view is it's not a question of if, it's only when. It's inevitable. It's it's more assured than you're listening to us right now. Uh, that's reality. The reality is God made us for fellowship with Him, to have relationship. You can't have fellowship with God unless you have relationship. And if you're a non-Christian, you have no relationship with God. You may think you do. You may think you and God are all right, but that's not what God says. He says, we're estranged. We're, you're alienated from me. Uh, there's no relationship. And the wise person says, uh-oh, this needs to be taken care of. And now, not towards the end of my life, you're assuming you're going to get some type of deathbed opportunity to reflect and think about stuff, and you'll be willing to do it. My friend, today, right now is the right time to get right with God, to trust in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, to believe on Him and Him alone. Look, salvation is not uh, realizing your alleged divinity, uh, becoming an angel, or all that stuff of stuff, type of stuff. It is trusting in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You cannot save yourself. As Luther once said to one individual one time, yeah, you contribute something to your salvation, your sin and rebellion, your your acts your, of, of, of wrong towards God and towards fellow humans. But, friend, that's the bad news. The good news is the divine doctor, the Lord Jesus Christ, died to pay the penalty for your sins in full. And for those who trust in him or believe on him, he gives eternal life. Eternal life isn't just longevity, because you're, you're going to have longevity one place or the other, uh, literally for eternity. It is the quality of life. It is life and that more abundantly. It is a life we were made for in relationship and fellowship with God, peace with God, and then with others. That's what it's all about. Do you know Jesus Christ? And not just a Jesus, not the Jesus of the New, new Ageism or Mormonism or Watchtower Bible and Tract Society, better known as Jehovah's Witnesses, what have you. We're not knocking those people. We're not trying to be mean. They don't have the Jesus of the Bible. It's not. It's just like some illnesses. There's only one treatment. There's only one surgery or one medicine. Not any medicine, not any surgery will do. You don't need a counterfeit. You need the real deal. You need the Lord Jesus Christ to trust in Him and Him alone for salvation, to believe on Him and know that He alone gives eternal life. Friend, do you know Christ? You can right now. You can trust in Him wherever you are. You don't have to be at church. You don't have to go forward some altar calls, we call it. You could be in your car right now. You could be, frankly, cleaning toilets. I mean, down in a sewer ditch, whatever, drainage ditch. Wherever you are, listening to us right now, you can be right with God by trusting in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Asking God for forgiveness, acknowledging that you've messed up. That's what God wants. Just admit it. You've messed up like the rest of us. None of us are perfect. You'd have to be to get into heaven. If you want to get in by your plan, just be perfect. And you're not. 
anybody knows you knows you're not. And so trust in Christ, ask for forgiveness, repent, turn from your sins and toward God, and he will forgive you. Life and that more abundantly, John, Jesus said in John 10, 10, life and that more abundantly is found only in Christ and in a personal relationship with him. My friend, choose life, trust in Christ today, and know that he gives you right now eternal life. PCH, thank you very much indeed. And Brian, um, I'm going to ask that you prepare yourself to pray for one of our callers that called in about um, wife dealing with COVID, uh, specifically uh, Dan, about his wife, Carol. And I'm going to ask that you consider also praying for all the people that have been through dealing with those mass murders and anybody going through various things like that in their life. So, Brian, as you're preparing to pray, I'm going to give the people an opportunity to call in, send their questions. Let's get it set up so we can continue with the broadcast. They have this last uh, half of the broadcast, like we did the first half, with a lot of questions, various different subject matters. So, Brian, as you prepare, the number you can call Eric right now is 888 5552 All the other formats are Bible Info Brokers, or is Bible Info Brokers. Bible Info Brokers, Facebook, email, Messenger, or Tweet. Take an opportunity to send your questions in now. Let's get as many questions set up in the queue so we can continue answering those questions from a biblical perspective. Brian. Yeah, Daryl. <coughs> now, is, is Carol the one with... Carol, yes, from Dan's wife, yes. Okay, not Dan. Okay. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just, uh, we lift up uh, Carol to you, Lord, and uh, who has uh, attracted uh, COVID-19. And Lord, we lift up anyone else out there Indeed. who's listening that has uh, contracted the COVID-19 virus. Uh, Lord, we just pray for them. We pray for healing in their bodies. We pray for a speedy recovery, Lord. And Lord, we just lift up those uh, who live with these individuals, Dan, and those other individuals who are living with someone with COVID-19. And, Lord, we just pray that they don't catch this virus. And, Lord, you watch over them, you protect them, uh, so they don't end up with this virus, Lord. And, again, uh, for all those that do have this virus, and especially Carol that we know, uh, Lord, we just, again, lift her up to you. We pray for healing in her body. Uh, we pray that there's no really strong side effects that she has as it pertains to um, what this virus does, Lord. We know it affects everybody differently. So, again, Lord, we just pray for a speedy recovery. We ask for instant, in, instantaneous healing, Lord. We know you could do it. You've done it to me, Lord, and I know you've done it with other people as well. So, uh, and, and I ask our listening audience, Lord, to pray for... Uh, those out there that have COVID-19. And uh, again, we lift them up to you. And Lord, from these healings and from these recoveries, Lord, we just pray for your will to be done. And always remember that it's you that gives the glory. Always, Lord. And we lift this, uh, lift them all up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, and additionally, if I could, Brian, just add on, everyone is dealing with the the uh, the awesome and the, the, the just the, the terrible mass murders around our country and Lord I just ask and pray that those that were affected by it on the victim side praying for all of their families uh, the churches the Buffalo uh, mass murders the children in Texas and the various places that this is going on and I also want to pray for the family of the of the perpetrators of the suspects the ones that are 
are no longer here. We're not praying for those that are dead. But I want to pray for their families that's got to deal with that and the awesomeness of all that situation that they have to deal with in regards to these mass murders. And I'll just pray for our nation and our leaders that they don't take an opportunity to be so ignorant to politicize this to try to get a particular system that they believe one way or the other, but that they will focus and be so some respect, so some grace, so some mercy towards the situation and the people that are affected by it, that is hurting, not just some simple moments of prayer, moments of thoughts and reflections, but our leaders, I ask them to step up, especially those that believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, to step up and mention Christ, mention the healing power of Christ in these desperate and awesome situations, and let that be the true leadership that dominates and not just some political ideology that seems to saturate our news uh, that I'm hearing so much about. Lord, shame on anyone that would do that. And Lord, please give them the mind of the spirit that you have and the power to be able to lead in in the power of the Holy Spirit for those that believe in you. We need that in this country now. And in Jesus' name, as Brian said, and for your sake, amen. Amen. Okay, guys, um, bef- um, the number is 888 Everything else is Bible Info Brokers. PCH and Craig, I would ask that you do do me a quick favor. PCH and Craig? That's right. PCH, Craig, and Brian, oh, okay. all three of you guys, do me a favor. And thank you for that uh, correction, Brian. Appreciate that. Tell the people about the um, the virtual Bible study. Craig, prepare to tell the people about uh, the His Channel situation, not your channel because you ain't got one. Go ahead, Brian. No. Uh, I sent out an email that the virtual Bible studies uh, are going to be uh, – we're not going to do any for the month of June okay. because yeah. of uh, these graduations are just beating you up. Yeah, they're beating me up. And, uh, so I keep forgetting this school stuff, man. Yeah, and, and so we're <laughs> going to start back in in, Jan, in July. But I do want to say one thing. Uh, you know, this past week and the week, yeah, this past week primarily, it, it was pretty much a lot of my graduations were taking place. And just so many things have gone wrong this year uh, from – uh, uh, issues with uh, inventory, just um, supply issues. Uh, oh, um, actually getting them to you and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, oh, wow. Shortages, man, man. stuff like that. And, you know, people getting their <coughs> cap and gowns the day before graduation, the day of graduation. Issues with diplomas, my phone blowing up. I mean, I, I've been getting yelled at almost every day, all day long. It toughens you up, though. It's okay. It, it does. <laughs> but I tell you what, there there were things that were occurring and and I just I just leaned back in my chair and I just I just said Lord, I said I need your help Amen. and and uh, and I just I just praying to him just you know for things that take place so these kids can get their stuff on time and in situations where it didn't look like it was and other kind of things that were taking place I really can't get into too much detail, yeah. but man the Lord came through. Good, the Lord came through, Praise and it was just—I was, I was just truly blessed that things, with all this chaos going on, that you know, Lord just stepped in and, and handled some stuff that stuff, really man. need to be handled. And I—I uh, I, just, 
I just looked up and just thanked him so much for, for doing all this. Because, again, when all this stuff happens, the, the ones that always get the short end of the stick are the students. Yeah. And I look at it where... Just like the pandemic when yeah, they had to do the Zoom meetings. You only, you only graduate one time in your yeah. life, and you yeah. only graduate one time in your high school, right, high school year, life. and you want that to be a, a special memory. Sure. And so, and, and that's why, even though sometimes I deal with, you know, not too bright administrators, you know, the bottom line is your heart's in it. You're doing it unto the Lord, and you're doing it because you want the kids to have an enjoyable experience. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, uh, th- that's that's what I, I do want to say. Uh, about that, and I can't remember the original. So we're gonna pick up. That's okay. I know you. We're gonna forget, but I'm I'm old. I remember. You're gonna pick up the virtual Bible study in July. So yeah, we're gonna okay. we're gonna pick it up in, in right. July. So. Appreciate that. PCA is notwithstanding the pomp and circumstances that Brian prayerfully got for his his group. How about you telling us about the his channel and how? Hope that wasn't affected by Brian's um, you know, situation. <laughs> Do I hear the bus backing up? <laughs> hey, Keith having, uh, Keith called in early, but he hung up for some reason. Maybe Eric didn't want to put him on. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> mm, suspicious. But, yes, it's still my pleasure, my privilege to sound like I work at Chick-fil-A. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Walmart does that too, don't they? Very polite. Vines <laughs> market. <laughs> but, indeed, it is my pleasure to do that, to answer uh, Bible questions, questions on like here, philosophy, the cults, the old cult, world religions, apologetics, theology, what have you. Do that on his channel, live internet TV, his channel. Uh, you can just go to hischannel.com, and at any rate, uh, that airs on Wednesdays from 1 to 2, Wednesdays 1 to 2, but there's a, a number you can call, 24-7-365, and text your questions to that number, 714-815-7097, 714-815-7097, and we'll attempt to answer them. I, and I just love doing that. It's a, it's a blast. You had a lot of great questions, so I want to encourage people, as you're able, to tune into his channel, and definitely Wednesdays from 1 to 2. Folks, I know you're going to be upset when we go off the air tonight. You're going to say, Dog, I have a question right now. Well, if you dial 714-815-7097, you can actually send that question in, and Craig will be able to get to it. 24-7, that number is. Brian, that number is 714 what? It is 714. You mean, what do you mean 715? No, 815 7097. You ought to see his face. I pass him the ball, Craig. The last second shot. And what does he do? I make it. I thought you were going to talk about (laughs) the other one, the 995 No, 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 no. I'll take care of that, Brian. That number is 888 995 Eric wants me to give the number so the people can call in. So call Eric right now. We have open lines. 30 minutes left of the broadcast, guys, so let's call in, 888-995-5552. Everything else is Bible Info Brokers, Facebook, email, messenger, or tweet. Brian, go okay. ahead. You have something else you want to talk about? Yeah, I, you might well, that's, that, go ahead, Craig. <laughs> go ahead, Craig. That's, technical, that's technophon- No, no, telephonically, <laughs> oh, brother. Telephonically. telephonically. I had to say it for you. <laughs> and I do want to remind people quickly that we are. I am be, planning a trip going yes. to a mission trip. That is not just a trip to to <laughs> Nepal, to Kathmandu. Work with our brother Krishna Krishna Bandari, 
and uh, Brad from Love Justice International and a bunch of other great yes. ministries uh, sharing the gospel, dealing with human trafficking and whatnot, and taking a young man with me, among others, and Sam and the one trying to raise support for his all his expenses uh, to pay for those uh, for, for Sam. But he's just a great young man has one one year left in his theology degree as an undergrad, but he's got this great potential, loves God, and I'm excited Sam's going with us, and I want it's my goal to try to raise support so that he doesn't have anything to pay for. Indeed. And food, and, you know, yeah. perhaps, but uh, his airfare and all that. So that's uh, people believe in what we do, and they want to help support that. In this case, pay for Sam's flight. Uh, you can do that, as, as Brian tells you how to do how to do Brian, yeah, mention that. that now. That's good. Good, good, good leading, Craig. Yeah, definitely. They can uh, just go to the website. Go to BibleInfoBrokers.com, BibleInfoBrokers.com. Click on the link, support and donate, and you give. But you could put a note on there. You could say, I want so much to go to the radio ministry. I want so much to go to, uh, towards Craig's trip. And Craig's trip is going to, he'll take care of Sam insofar as the expenses and things like that. So just put on there, uh, Craig's trip, radio ministry. You can go 100% to one or the other. You can divide it up however you want to. Uh, but let's let's get it done. Again, BibleInfoBrokers.com. Click on the link, support this ministry. Yeah, if you want to mail in a check, a cash's check, uh, you can do that. Uh, make your check out to Living by the Word, Living by the Word, P.O. Box 90477, 90477, Los Angeles, California, 90009. And let me suggest something again, folks. I told you about the points, but let me also suggest that this is a great opportunity for you to get Get in your heavenly account, if I can use that expression. You're investing in the kingdom of God because Craig can't even go to the places that these people that he's going to teach and train to go to. I'll be coming from India in that area um, like in late July as Craig is going. So please give me in your prayers in my travels. But on this situation, you have a blessed opportunity to build up a, 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 a treasures in heaven like this, or really consider folks that have all the Lord's money, because we do. You might even consider sacrificing a cup of coffee that probably costs $16 now. Forego one cup of coffee. Make some, if everybody makes a little sacrifice, like your dad used to say, Brian. It's Rain the one. drops make the storm. That's my man, Mr. Allen. I, I love dad like that. He come up with some great sayings like that. So if everybody just do a little bit, man, not only Sam's part can be taken care of, but also the whole trip, we might be able to do that through our ministry. And supplies. And supplies. And tracks Trust and things me, like all that. of that. Yep. And I, look, Craig don't put us up to this stuff because he's not that kind of guy. But I'm that kind of guy. I'm telling you, give it up. Give it up. What you're going to do when God asks you, you had it. Oh, you brought pizza instead. You could have sacrificed that pizza. What you going to say? I'm not trying to put you in no guilt trip, but geez, take the opportunity to make a little sacrifice. And if all of us do it, then guess what? We can have this situation taken care of. God bless you. We thank you for that. Brian, before the break, you were talking about Pride Month. I want to give you an opportunity to kind of formulate your question or your thoughts. And then, Craig, you and I can chime in. Yeah. Be so. But let me give the number. Why don't you give that number again since you know it? That is 1 888 Did you say 55? One more time, please. 1 888 Can they send us questions by Bible Info Brokers? They could go like that. Go to Bible. Um, no, just go to they go to the website yeah. Bible Info Brokers. Right. You could put in. You could uh, type in questions. Right. 
Okay, and uh, you do or um, Facebook, Facebook. That's what I'm thinking. Cyberspace, about. cyberspace, and the cyber. messenger and tweets. All see, see, stuff. see how we team up, uh, Craig. When we get Brian to be our teammate, you know, not take so many breaks, but teammate. He's he's, he's brilliant, man. Hey, Phenomenal. Hey, I got, I got. I'm in Craig's union now. <laughs> PCH, how did he get in? <laughs> how did you guys let him in? Anyway, Brian, let's talk about what you have on You know, it's amazing, um, and I, and I keep getting it wrong. I don't know if it's it's the it's the frog or the rabbit that you put in the kettle and you slowly put it. You turn the heat up really low and slowly bring it up. Kind of got the concept. They, yeah. Is it the frog or the or the rabbit? I, I heard it's a frog, but I even heard as somebody refuted that. Craig, what you know about that? The frog and the cattle. Okay. All of that. Oh, and, and I see it taking place uh, with this whole um, uh, Pride Month and the LGBT movement. And what, what, what's, I don't want to say scary, but what's, what's so bizarre is that uh, you just see, I, I'm seeing more corporations buy into it. Uh, just whereas before... You know, it wasn't this big thing, but now it's just slowly, you know, the 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 the, the flame is starting to go up a little higher and higher and higher. The more stores you walk into now, uh, the more advertisement you see on TV. It's promoting uh, Pride Month, and it's and and it's you know it's it's pretty sad, and you now you're seeing our youth. Young kids, they're seeing this stuff and they're taking it as this is something normal. And you know, I guess my question is, what what is the Christian community doing about this? Hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So it's just, I you, you just see it. You you, you kind of like back off and look and see what's going on, and you're seeing it's just slowly just growing and growing and growing and growing, and encapsulating, uh, you know, just a ton of organizations, a ton of uh, businesses, um, yeah, on the media now, uh, even on all the stations. I mean, they're promoting this big, big, big time. And you're, you're hearing it more like, uh, what's the term I want to look at? Uh, about self, about it's me. I'm proud of me at self, no, you know, no matter what I am. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's a scary philosophy. It really is. Indeed. PCH? Well, sure. I'll say two things. And, and, yeah, Brian, I, I was, was watching all these commercials, and I saw a commercial. I'll just name names, McDonald's, and it was like, you know, you, you just be, be you. You live your truth, your truth, and the total relativization. Well, I, I think I'm, a, again, I think I'm a six-foot-five bisexual Asian. You know, I mean, they don't really believe, they say they believe this stuff, but they don't. But but it's just, it's the proverbial, yeah, you do you, whatever whatever floats your boat, you can do it, and it's okay. And and then, so on the one hand, it's uh, uh, everything goes, and oh, don't you dare be a bigot and disagree and say that, well, maybe that's not right, that's not how it works. But but I think of a case of a gal, here's a gal, that I'm, I'm one of many, I'm sure, but at a university in Illinois, 
where she was given a restraining order. She was not allowed to share her views because she was causing uh, psychological trauma to some other people. Not because she was yelling at them and just being mean to them, but because on her website, for example, she was talking about praising God, but about not supporting abortion and what abortion really does. And these snowflakes were so offended that, that the school put out a, uh, gave her three restraining orders, cease and desist. She was not allowed to directly or indirectly communicate to them. So it's not like she was stalking them or something or typically violent harm or what have you. So in class, she wasn't allowed to get, enter into dialogue if they were talking about, for example, abortion. She wasn't allowed to express her view. She was given a cease and desist order, a restraining order. That's the crazy world we're living in. And if Christians don't wake up, if you don't start speaking up, don't be surprised when you won't have a voice anymore. Don't don't be don't call us up and be shocked. I can't believe it. I, I got in trouble. No kidding. I always think of you know the old the old uh, line about it that was when people wouldn't speak up in Nazi Germany. You know, it was yeah. one group after another that the that the Nazis came for, and finally they came for the, those people, and they were like. Well, no, there was nobody to speak up for me. Yeah, because you wouldn't speak up for anybody else. The church has to wake up, not not being bombastic, not out of meanness or a mean-spiritedness, speaking the truth in love. But but because we do love people, we must speak the truth. And what they're doing is jacked up. It's messed up. I mean, they're allowing this this hormone replacement therapy and all this stuff going on, these hormone blockers, they're messing up kids for life. And, I mean, even in the Netherlands, put a moratorium on a lot of this stuff. But we're, we're just blindly go, you know, pushing this stuff in, and there was going to be, there's going to be a price to pay for this. And it's you, when you flaunt God's revelation, special in general, and don't listen to what God says, can I use my watch as a hammer? Yeah, my life depends upon it. If I was in a, you know, in my car and the windows were up and I was trying to break the glass, would I use my watch to try to break the glass? You bet. But all things equal, that's that's not smart. Watches were not designed; they were not made to be used as hammers. They were made to keep time whatever else in some significant sense. And we're seeing the total breakdown, the total attack on the family, and I would argue even the total attack on even the concept of father, of, of fatherhood, of so-called that's just toxic male. And I was just reading an article today that was going on and on and on, uh, bashing conservative Christians into how they're really responsible for all the uh, sexual immorality going on and whatever. It's all to be blamed on conservative Christians. Christians have got to wake up. We've got to equip our young people to give answers and to, to respectfully, civilly, but nonetheless give an answer and not just be viewed as bigots and mean-spirited people and to be ostracized even in their, their grade schools. Forget high school, junior high. It's happening in grade school. When is the church going to wake up? You know, Brian, we didn't talk about this before you brought up the issue uh, today. But I sent myself a text. I was looking for it. But I was going to have my wife, who's a brilliant writer, and putting things together and, you know, in the proper English. You know, that's why I need her. Um, but I want to send a respectful letter to the LGBT community and ask them to cease and desist in a very respectful, in a loving way as possible as I can. Because we Christians don't act on our offenses or maybe we don't think about the things that should be offending us because they use the rainbow as as their symbol. 
And I'm looking in Genesis 9 and what that rainbow meant. I think that may, be, that may have been God's first covenant with man or the sign of the first covenant. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brian and Craig. But I thought about that, man. I started actually getting a little bit, more than a little bit perturbed about this. And so I'm going to personally, just me, myself, with my wife's help, to formulate a letter and send it to the LGBT community and ask them respectfully because it is an offense to my belief system and the covenant that God made with all human beings and the earth and why he did it because he destroyed the earth for what they did, the sinfulness that was going on, the unbelief that was going on at the time, and he set the rainbow in the, in the, uh, in the clouds as a reminder. And if you think about it long and hard, you meditate upon that, that should be offensive to the Christian that the LGBT community would use that as a sign. And if it's only me, it's going to be only me. But I'm making a statement now. So if anybody have any thoughts about that, don't call us tonight. You can email us, tweet us, put it on Facebook, talk about it. But that's Daryl EZD Fulton's thoughts, not Brian's, Craig's, or Eric's, but my thoughts about that and what I'm going to do about it. Now, now Daryl, do you think that was that was a coincidence? Not at all. Yeah, I, not at all, brother. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So that, that, that's it. That. That's where I'm at with that. The, the other thing, too, is uh, there's a gentleman. I mean, I've mentioned him a couple of times, uh, Ben Shapiro. Uh, he's yeah. not a Christian. He, he's he's a, uh, he's a he's he's a Jew, mm-hmm. but uh, he has some very good strong arguments. I mean, like like us, you know, you you look at and listen to what he says, and uh, when it comes to arguments about the LGBT movement and uh, you know the this cross gender type of stuff, uh, very good arguments. You know, we talk about. It's not just about, hey, well, that's what the Bible says. It's having good arguments and good questions. And what I do like is the fact that he he has a platform to go in front of uh, thousands of people and debate his argument. But uh, you can can listen to him. You can find him on YouTube. But they have some good arguments that you can use insofar as dealing with people who who hold to this LGBT um, uh, lifestyle. And so uh, look at God's word, look at what the Bible says, but also have good arguments and good. And and these aren't just, I mean, these are uh, biological arguments, scientific arguments and everything else. They're sound. I think that's the whole idea. Sound arguments. Valid arguments. Well, um, guys, they had a question that came across. Rick was on it. I wrote the question down. If Rick want to call back, he can. PCA, do you have any other thoughts on that before we go to any other callers that I don't see any callers here. I'm going to see that we have any Facebook questions or anything like that. But I'm glad you brought that up, Brian, because I was. And that was that was my thought, man, in regards to that. And my, my personal thought in regards to in in our um in this tolerance, Craig, is that the word they use now? The tolerance. I I'm t- I'm not tired of being tolerant. I'm tired of the hypocrisy of those that cry lack of tolerance in some kind of way you being homophobic and all these other phobias that they name because I believe what I believe in regards to sin and just because you have a strong lobby that puts up millions and millions of dollars and get things changed in this world that doesn't change anything I think about Daniel I think about all the things that Daniel is my my hero when it comes down to political things going down and putting up his life for that. So what are you willing to put your life up and to go in the lion's den? 
this type of thing, not just a symbol of the rainbow, but things like abortion and things like that, I'm willing to put my life up for that kind of situation to fight it to the end. You know, you know, someone who will call me a homophobic, uh, then I, my question to them is then, is it fair for me to call you a Christophobic? If, Period. Is there, is, there, is there such a word? I'm going to look that up, but I like it, though. No, I, I figured this would be a word that you would come up well, with. Well, telephonic, but Christophobic is very good. I, I appreciate yeah, that. You're call me homophobic? Oh, well, then is it fair for me to call you a, a Christophobic? Christ, Christophobic? Craig, a Christophobic. Whatever you want to call it. Craig, you're pretty good with the words. What do you think about that? Well, it's, it's, there is this, as it has been being said, is this incredible hypocrisy. I tell you, here's what amazes me. As one of my colleagues used to say, when he went to college, and that was like 40 years ago, but he said, they used to think there was truth. They just thought I didn't have it. Now they think you're wrong because you think there is such a thing as objective truth. And what's amazing to me is when, when I was in university as an undergrad, I was basically told to put on your big boy pants. This is <laughs> the open market of ideas. And if you don't like it, little Christian boy, then scoot along. But basically, we, we slice and dice views, and everything's on the table, and everything's up for grabs and discussion. But now it's completely changed. Yes. Now that they've the ascendancy of these other views, as Stanley Fish, a postmodern intellectual, uh, wrote basically an essay, there's no such thing as free speech, and it's a good thing, too. And he basically said, not just descriptively, but when, when those who held to a liberal perspective like he does uh, got the ascendancy and the powers in the universities and otherwise, they weren't going to give free speech to, to those they disagreed with, to conservatives. He, he says, well, make no mistake, don't you think the fundamentalists are allegedly rabid mm. about what you believe? He, he was very clear in that essay that that he, they would don't believe in free speech for people like us. And that's what we're seeing today. So in, in, not even my lifetime, part of my lifetime, I've gone from seeing anything goes against Christianity to now Christians can't say anything because the snowflakes are psychologically compromised and traumatized if, God forbid, someone should disagree with them. They can yell, they can shout down like a UC, you know, Berkeley, they can forbid people to come on campus, they can not let them talk, you know, what, so whatnot. But when they do it, oh, it's okay. The, the hypocrisy and the double standard is just incredible. And again, if the Church does not wake up and start really addressing this, I believe there's going to be a big price, and I'm not cussing, I mean, literally, there's going to be hell to pay. You talking about word picture, Brian? I'm sorry, just to, but Craig just has to want to comment real quickly. It's just like the guy that wears glasses. Is uh, he wear glasses? Come on there and sock you in your face and say, "Hey, wait a minute, don't hit me back. I have on glasses." That's the that's what came to my mind when you was talking, Craig, about the straight out hypocrisy of that and how they're dealing with just the marketplace of ideas. You got to let them flow, especially in higher education. You got to. And, and it, you know, it's, what's interesting is. Um you know, the fact you can, uh, you do speak out and you put it on social media, they, they shut you down. Social media shuts <laughs> you down. That's what I'm saying about the, the eyeglass guy. Yep. You sock him back. <laughs> and, and you look at different places like Blaze or the Western Journal or uh, there's a couple of Christian journals. And uh, the stories you see, you'll never see them on CBS, NBC, ABC, Good Morning America. And it's it's worthy news. You know, I saw something on, on, on TV, and I'll, I'll mention it. Guy, a gentleman by the name of 
Harvey Levin. I don't know if you know him, Brian, but Craig, I believe that you do. And he was different. He was given an expose maybe a few days ago. Cause I was watching a video uh, by videotape uh, on the DVR, whatever it is that he was talking about the silence during the Holocaust of the major papers like the New York times and the LA times that had during the 1940s, during the Holocaust, how they didn't have that on front page. And I didn't know that the two newspapers, at least one of them, was Jewish-owned. And here you got the slaughtering during the Holocaust on something that um, tenacious, that, that's just horrific, but yet it's not making the front page of a Jewish newspaper, or, uh, not a Jewish newspaper, but a newspaper owned by Jewish guys. I'm if what he said is true, I didn't double check it, did a fact check. But if anybody else wanted to check it out and let me know, I'm going to do some more checking on it because that's what goes on today. And I'm sure it's been going on for all of society with Craig. Whoever has the power writes the history and you can write it in and out. But one thing I love about the word of God, the word of God, especially back in the day when the Jew, when the Jewish guys was talking about themselves, what other book that you know of? where people talk about their main characters and talk about the horrific things they did from Moses to David to, uh, to, to all the, the, the kings, everything like that. That's what makes me believe in the Bible more and more. And I explained that to my son. He's saying, Dad, if that's what the Bible, man, I can see why you believe it the way you do, because they don't hold back. The Lord tells it like it is, and he deals with the very man that does these horrific things, which is all of us because we're all sinners. That needs saving by grace. Yeah, you're just not going to hear just goody two shoes exactly. stories. You're exactly. Gonna, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hear about everything. Nothing's held back. Yeah. Well, guys, um, hey, folks, we actually only have about six or seven minutes left, and I can let these. I'm gonna turn these guys loose on you. So if you don't want to call in at triple eight nine nine five 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 two, I'm gonna turn the mic over to Brian and Craig. And let them do some thoughts. Matter of fact, I was going to ask them some questions so you can get to know them better. But I don't want to put them on the spot. Well, I do, but I won't. I won't put them on the spot, but I'll give them opportunity to um, maybe take two or three minutes each and give some thoughts before we close the broadcast out. Uh, Craig, why don't you go first? <clears throat> well, again, I do want to mention the trip. I just I, to. To Nepal and taking folks with me, particularly a young man who is really ministry-minded, loves God, and I just excited for, to watch him learn and grow and getting experience in international missions. So very excited about what we're going to be doing, meeting with Pastor Krishna and and Brad from from Love Justice International. And it's it's funny in one sense. I, I think I probably enjoy international is as tough as it is with Christians and their life uh, and the persecution. And for example, in Nepal and in India and elsewhere that I go, because of the incredible sin, and, and I'm talking about the church here in America mm. and, and the lackadaisicalness, the apathy, uh, the ignorance and apathy, again, the proverbial, I don't know and I don't care <laughs> mentality of the church. And we're, you know, souls are on the line. And I, I, I just, I'm so delighted to go over with brothers and sisters and who are just on fire and who've risked their life for the Lord and the gospel and get it what it's all about and no holds barred or, or no holds barred or all in on the gospel and sharing it with people. And just I just want the church to really stop and think, what are you living for? What what are you 
holding back for? What do you think you're going to preserve? What do you think it's so worth compromising in this world that you're not going to be faithful to God and His Word and what He's called you to do? It's time to go for it. It's time. It's like, you know, the runner's kick they talked about, you know, especially a long-distance runner, saving something for that final kick, that final, you know, uh, surge forward to try to win the race. I'm like, Christians, it's time to kick it in gear. It's time to get going. It's time, not legalistically, but out of a radical love for God and realization of what life's all about and being sojourners, a la Hebrews 11, it's time to be sold out for the Lord and really live in light of eternity, that we're not spending eternity here. You're not going to live forever here. It's time to realize you're going to meet the Maker someday. Mm-hmm. And he's going to ask for an account of what you did with the gifts He gave you. I hope you hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, entering into the joy of your Lord. Brian. You know, I will say amen to that. Um, you know, one, one of the things I want to, I'm going to reach out to our listening audience, and that is, um, you know, we we've been on this we've been on the airway over 24 25 plus years answering bible questions and it, it, you know i'm going to ask our listening audience to make it a point to share this broadcast with other individuals i know one thing i'm going to start doing is uh probably a few hours before the radio show i'm going to go on facebook and my instagram and let them know that uh you know we have a you know, let them know about our radio broadcasts, how long we've been on, and what we do. And I'd love to invite them to join us at 10 o'clock tonight. It's going to be on Sunday. And um, and uh, just uh, start uh, really using the social media that we have to just share uh, our radio broadcasts with people because I know people have questions. Uh, regarding God, regarding the Bible, and I'm going to encourage all those that are on my list, my email list. Uh, I'm going to send an email later on, earlier in the day or that Saturday, mm-hmm. to do the same thing as a reminder. Right? As a reminder, mm-hmm. and to invite yes. their friends and put it up on their Facebook and uh, let them know that and have them share the fact that we're going to be on air on uh, Sunday night from 10 to midnight answering Bible questions and uh, to join in with us. And so uh, that, 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 that's something that's been on my heart and that's something uh, uh, I'm going to do this uh, this week and, and onward with that. Appreciate that. And Craig, I'm going to uh, speak up on some something along the line that Brian was talking about. In Second um, Timothy, Paul uh, tells Timothy, let no one despise you for your youth, but Set the believers, uh, set for the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. He said, until I come, devote yourselves to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation and teaching. I just want to focus on that first part, to the public reading of Scripture. I'm going to say this to the listening audience. I'm not going to ever stop. My, my, my dedication and promise to the Lord and myself is that I'm not going to never stop posting the scripture daily for you to read, to share, like Brian said, on Facebook. And when I learn all those other formats, I'm going to post it all over the place. Because my, my challenge was I was being challenged about the various things that we can do as individuals to get God's word out. My way is to chronologically share the word of God. 
because that's how my brain works. It works. We were talking about time and the judgment, all that type of stuff. We do things in order and time. So I'm going to challenge as a thought, Craig. You know how I get these thoughts, and I'll just say it right now, and we can formulate them later. I want to get a chronological Bible with people associated with Bible information brokers to live by the word and actually get a recording of people just taking one day, read that scripture into their phone and send me the file. I'm going to have a checklist for 365 days a year. And when I fill up that list, I'm going to just let people keep on doing it. And I, that's going to be one of the things I want to do. I'm going to talk to Dan Pettigrew and Rodney Allen Rippey about how to do it, you know, properly on the uh, file stuff. They know, all, they know all that stuff because we do that with our radio, uh, our podcast, our radio stuff with Teen Day. But that is my commitment to myself. And I'm going to ask people to hold me accountable to that, not just posting on our Facebook page, but I'm going to work on that project to get people who are associated with this ministry and people I know to read the Word of God chronological order and just check off what day you're going to read into your phone and send me the file as a thought please once you take the time and come up with a thought on your own and glorify god with his word his kingdom can be advanced the music in the background is telling me it's over brian craig i really appreciate you guys eric jared thank you very much and congratulations brother but i won't tell everybody what i'm congratulating you for jared and I want to say this, on behalf of all of us, the Bible Information Brokers team, we thank you. And the Lord will be back more of the Bible Information Brokers. My name is Daryl E.D. Fulton, Mama Grace and Big Daddy's Baby Boy. I'll never stop being that, saying that the Lord willing, we will be back next week. God bless you until we see you then. <laughs>